0: Fuck you Facebook. This is Brandon Marshall. Look, I don't have time to sell you mushroom coffee and tell you to go to forsigmatic.com and use discount code sexygingerjesus because we have important things to discuss today. Now, I understand you know Facebook helped me build a business and helped me build amazing relationships and meet people in person and get my message all across the world. But other than that, fuck you, Facebook. No, I don't really have that much beef with Facebook. Um, Even, even the times I was going to Facebook jail and all that stuff, uh, you know, like it's pretty, it's a pretty lenient platform. Like we didn't, we weren't able to do the shit we do back in the nineties. And before that, and back in the early 2000s as well, you know, early, early 2000s. So I do appreciate Facebook and social media and all that stuff. But as you heard from my last episode, um, you know, I was talking about the Free Your Mind, the six-week program. And I highly suggest you check out that episode as well. After checking out this one, I guess. Um, but I realized that Especially now, it, it just gets louder and louder. Um, you know, it's an election year <laughs> and it's 2020, so 2020 vision. Um, it just the the I'm not even a type of per I'm not even the type of person who likes to watch the news. Um, but what I noticed in recent events, like especially these past three weeks, I'm just like the clickbait fucking headlines are pulling me in and I'm like constantly stressed, uh, scrolling social media. And instead of being informed, I became obsessed of what was going on in the world. So it was very important for me to take a step back. And this is early on my journey, but (laughs) even just taking two days of like complete fasting um, other than the, other than like producing content, like I'd go on Facebook if I had something funny to say or write some shit that I felt was meaningful or post a podcast link, um, or share my program, things like that. But I would post it and then run right off, like, get me away from this place. And now, um, into Wednesday. And by the way, my process looks a little bit different than what I said in the free your mind program. but. As as a kicker for the free your mind program, which wasn't a requirement, but it was something that kind of gives you an extra edge is to pick at least one day a week where you're just not uh, consuming media. And by the way, I just want to clear things up like you can intentionally consume, you know, something powerful like a podcast or, you know, as long as you're in control like if you want to view a video that is entertaining or whatever the issue is is when you're scrolling through videos or you're scrolling through your facebook you're scrolling through your instagram or you're constantly checking notifications so i just wanted to make a differential thing here that um during my total detox days i'm staying away from all media video games movies shows Billions is an amazing show, by the way, but I wasn't able to watch um, the episode that came out Sunday because I, I've been militant about my media, but tonight I will be relaxing and watching Billions with Rebecca, so that's cool, but yeah, so the, the thing is, is so you're um, in control of social media rather than social media controlling you and i just noticed like how much it took it just took me away and you know i've done different things in the past of limiting social media tracking my time all that stuff something that is valuable is on your iphone you can track screen time and that can be quite alarming because it gives you an update every week um but i decided to go all in And really make a permanent change, not only with social media, but I'm also detoxing from sugar. And I just felt like it was time for drastic change, like something that would challenge me. And for everyone there, like masculine energy has been a focus for me in this, you know, past month or two. And I guess this was a buildup. And somehow I got to this point of like no fucking sugar. Um, I'm doing a thing, no sugar till September, like no cheat days, no nothing. And then I'll get back to, um, eating sugar every day. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I, want to never look back, but I will be doing like cheat days and enjoying things because I don't want to deprive myself from stuff in my life forever and ever. Um, but until September 4th, I'm going Heart, balls to the wall. And it's really not that bad. I, yesterday was horrible. Um, but just like in the grand scheme of things, I'm more excited about the growth than I am about like, man, I want some fucking cake. <laughs> um, and edibles, as you know, that I am a, a I, you know, I've never, I, I haven't been like this hardcore stoner in my life. But since I moved to DC, and that started with a story, I knew weed was legal in DC. And uh, so then I remember I was like looking around when I first moved to DC. And at the time I was in my own Airbnb. Um, Rebecca lived with her friend and I was just chilling. I was at this place called Casa Cafe or something. Casa grill, I think. And it's sort of like Chipotle, but Mediterranean, Mediterranean, Mediterranean. Um, so it's like, you know, you get like your protein bowls and shit like that. And you know, that's what I find, you know, that's the places I like to go to if I'm going out to eat. Um, and something that I want to focus on even more, if I'm going out to date night or something, get myself like steak and asparagus, um, you know, stay away from the fried foods or the burgers, or at least burgers with buns and shit, and and all the sweets. Um, but I was in this cava grill, and this old man came up to me, and he was like, "You know where I can find weed around here?" <laughs> And I'm like, no, you tell me I'm from Baltimore and I just moved to D.C. I don't know where we can find weed, but he he heard weed was legal. I heard weed was legal. So then he was like, you know what, man, I'm going to I'm going to find out and then I'm going to tell you. So this old dude, he goes into this other store asking people where he can find weed. And lo and behold, there was a place down the street, like right, you know, not even a block away And he's like, I found out where it is. Come with me. So I'm following this dude. And who knows, like, I'm just following this stranger. And then uh, we get down to this place and I'm like, holy shit, this place exists. He wasn't uh, trying to bring me into an alleyway and stab me. That's good to know. Um, And then that was my first edible experience. Because, you know, I've had weed before. I wasn't, I wasn't like a, stoner in high school or anything, but I did, you know, I've had my fair share of weed smoking between the months. I was never the wake and bake type person. Um so anyway, had an edible, thought it was fucking awesome. Actually I probably took too much. I remember (laughs) I remember that day. Um I was like it's not kicking in and I ate more of the brownie and more of the brownie and I'm in this, you know, in my Airbnb and um Rebecca was coordinating this trip. We were going to Tulum because it was sort of like a, like a mastermind sisterhood experience that she was bringing her friends or like, you know, just other people on the internet going to Tulum. And I remember she sent me like the invoice, Um, uh, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, like got everything set up, you know, send me the money. And then I just passed the fuck out. Like I remember receiving the message from her. Katie, stop. Stop scratching. I remember receiving the message from her, but I was like high off my ass and I couldn't get to the computer. Um, And then I woke up the next day and paid it. But she was she was wondering if I offended her or something. I was like, no, I just got high as fuck. And I did. (laughs) And the edibles. And then there was a story where um, I went on a date with, you know, just, you know, me and Rebecca have been dating for a while. And uh, I took some edibles. But too, too much, again, I, I didn't know how to measure the shit and I didn't have a high tolerance. And I just remember um, driving the Uber to um, her friend's place or where she was you know where she stayed, her place, her friend's place, you know, they were roommates. That's what happens. Um, but I remember in the Uber and it was like an Uber share or it was like a, something along the lines, and this person comes in, and the driver is like, are you Sprinkles? <laughs> and he's like, nah, that's my mom. And I'm just like high as shit. I'm fucking laughing my ass off in the Uber ride. And I get to Rebecca's place. And I just remember that's the first time she saw me high. And I couldn't move out of the seat because I was just like, I took too many edibles. And the whole time I was laughing, she was talking. It was like the, the most... I don't know. It was the strangest date because she was completely sober. She was dating me for a while, so it wasn't a deal breaker. But I did feel like, damn, I fucked up. I took too many edibles. I was only supposed to take a little bit. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to tell those stories. Um, but uh, yeah, like I I, I want to cut back. I actually kind of like the feeling of, of being high, but I don't want it to you know, just like social media or other things. It's like, I don't want it to take over. So the little bit of sugar that I'll have is that one bite of edible, like once a week, just to chill and mellow out. Um, so those are my commitments. No multiple times a week of getting high, just chilling and mellowing out like one, one night a week, if that, and just like having fun. And I don't know. Um, I would like to say that it would help me produce creative content, but honestly, I think I'm more creative when I have a sober mind. Um, When I'm high, I just, uh, Katie, you're distracting me with your scratching. Um, When I'm high, like I just kind of rest and I just laugh my ass off. So there's that. So I'll probably, it's good though. It's, it relaxes a mind that is always thinking of the next thing to do for me. So I think it just kind of serves us of what we most need or whatever, or maybe it's different um, between the masculine and feminine and all that stuff. Um, But anyway, as I went into my high story, I was talking about masculine energy and Something that is so important for masculine energy and something that I've said before, but it's important to say, this is not gender specific. Um, Every business leader, messenger, whatever the fuck needs a solid masculine core and masculine support. Like the feminine is also, is definitely required as well. Like um, there's been times in my life where I was too much in my masculine and I wasn't allowing myself to receive. So I was putting, all this forceful output in my business but i wasn't receiving anything it was just like i felt like i was burning myself out so they're both important but what masculine energy is important for is your boundaries your message your voice your values your marketing your sales like um it's like your structure it's like are you going to bend and fold when someone tests you or are you going to stay stable. So that's where masculine energy is important. And what helps masculine energy grow is challenge. So if you're like constantly looking at stuff of like what's the path of least resistance or what will get me into alignment and good vibes, that is fucking good for receiving. So a lot of that is feminine energy and that's a lot that's that's going to help you open up your vortex to receive more money. That's awesome. And it's important to challenge yourself too so for me this whole thing of like not doing sugar aside from a bite of an edible i guess but not doing sugar um till september 4th that is a big you know you're going to you're going to feel resistance and challenge and and like old identities dying and old parts of you like Damn! Like, have I ever lived my life um, without sugar, without that dopamine hit? I have. I, I've gone for you know. I've done detoxes, but it was always like there was always like a cheat day ahead. Now there's like no cheat days. It's like this is like the real fucking change. So I'm excited for it. Um, it's going to help improve my focus, help strengthen me, and Um, all that stuff. And there's more parts of the challenge too that I'll be sharing. Um, but I'm doing sort of two challenges right now. I'm doing that challenge. And then my own challenge I created with social media detox. Um, so basically I went from a lot of dopamine to no dopamine (laughs) or, you know, a healthy amount of dopamine from natural things like cuddling with your girlfriend and things like that. Hey, Katie, no scratching. Hold on one second. I'm going to turn the AC on in here. Get Katie out of here. All right, we're back from a word from our sponsors. Uh, get Yeah, you stay out there, Katie. I'm tired of you scratching on my live stream. You got to keep it real. You know, I think uh, it's great to keep it real. It's, oh, Katie's back. Okay, get back up here. Get, get, let's get you settled. You've been doing this during my meditation? Oh, and, and uh, yeah, the walks with Katie have been longer, including more sprints and stuff, high intensity. So uh, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't know how to warn her, but uh, she's getting a better workout. I didn't know how to warn her. Like, imagine being a dog and your owner... <laughs> not owner, your companion, PC. We don't own dogs. We're their companions. Um, Your companion decides to work you the fuck out. And you're like, dude, you didn't warn me about this shit. Like we were doing moderate walks. And all of a sudden now you're sprinting up and down the street with me. Like I can't, my dog brain can't handle this, but she liked it. Um, So that's cool. But anyway, the point is here is when you challenge yourself, when you make that sort of sacrifice. Um, and I, you know, I put sacrifice in in quotations. That's another thing. <laughs> I made that post. I made a post exactly like that, by I accidentally said parentheses. I said sacrifice in parentheses. And someone replied to my story and said, I think you meant quotations. And I'm like, damn, like who gives a shit? I didn't respond. I don't respond to messages like that. Um, Just FYI, if you want to nitpick about my spelling or my punctuation or an error that I made, I don't care. I don't fucking care. Um, And I don't go around correcting other people's shit. And I think it's just a useless activity because there's value in that post. Like just read the fucking value and apply it to your life instead of complaining about parentheses and quotations. Like who gives a fuck? This is an English class. So anyway, that's my rant for that. Um, but yeah, there. Like, think of like every time you do a launch or um, you put something out there. Like, what are you going to give up? You know, something that's no longer serving you. So the reason why I put sacrifice in quotations is like, yes, you're giving something up, but it's actually for something higher. So for instance, for me, like, yes, I'm sacrificing um, a lot of Facebook consumption drastically. Um, I'm sacrificing you know, my sugar cravings drastically. But what I'm gaining is so much better. And it's not even the simple stuff like the surface level, oh, I, I'll lose a lot of weight and become more toned. Like That's fucking awesome. That is a great motivator, but it's more than that. It's my energy. It's my focus. It's my capacity. It's what I'm able to do when i get rid of those addictions addictions that are socially accepted but they're still addictions i'll fucking tell you like my face was fucking throbbing (laughs) from the withdrawal symptoms um so it's a serious addiction and i'm just like so happy and focused um and my energy energy levels are going back up which i'm grateful for it hasn't even been a week yet but it's to start something special, start something new, start something um, that is reigning in more focus for me, which is beautiful. Um, something else about the masculine energy is, I received a I received a message um, from a client that worked with me uh, like a year and a half ago, but during this session, during during the time of working one on one, he paused the program. I said, okay, you know, if if you want to pause payments and not do it, cool. And something I wouldn't do now, by the way, Um, and something I told him. But it was this weird thing. We were messaging each other, and he said, actually, last time I paid $1,000, and um, then I got busy, and then you let it go or whatever. And I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I don't, I look, I don't chase people down. I don't chase one-on-one clients down. It's, you know, like I might message you if I haven't heard from you in a while and say, hey, what's up? But if you don't answer my message, I'm not going to message you every day and be like, hey, are you still a client? Are you still doing this? Like, I'm not going to, I don't chase, there are some coaches that probably do chase people down. I believe in personal responsibility. And it's like, hey, show up. But the, the reason for this is, not to make somebody wrong or anything like that. Like avoidance is natural. Um, I mean, not natural, but avoidance is a common thing with people who take on one-on-one coaching because they have to confront a lot. You know, there's a lot of confrontation. Like, first, you're making a big payment up front. You're you're paying high ticket, and um, honestly, if it's challenging, the better. So it's like, it's challenging to make that payment. Also, you, you're you going to show up and meet resistance. So, um, you know, like I told him, like, look, if you, if you want to do this, this is the package that I got right now. And there's no stopping. There's no getting busy. <laughs> it's a priority. And something I said in those lines, the reason why I wanted to mention this story is you need to trust yourself. You need to trust me as your coach and you need to trust the process. And I'll even add on top of that is the, the core of it all is trusting yourself because when you trust yourself and you you get anything out of the way that's causing you not to trust yourself or to hesitate, then you pull in the mentors that you can trust and you pull in a process that you can trust. So trusting yourself is the foundation. Um, so I just wanted to mention that like, that's another thing of like bringing in all this energy because it was kind of like really really in synchronicity with everything that's going on with the challenges I'm bringing in the and and the free like for instance the free your mind program if you stop on week 3 and then say oh i took a month break and then i got back to it you're going to kill your momentum so it, it's like you got to be all in with this shit or all out there's no in between It's all or nothing when it comes to your commitments. Now, on the flip side, I think there's double meanings to things. If you get into your head and you're like, it's all or nothing, and I got to do all this thing in one day, and you fall into perfectionist identity, that's an issue too. Like, if if you're looking to build momentum, obviously you want to start one thing at one step at a time and not make it, it has to be everything or nothing, you know? Um, But when it comes to like embracing a challenge, like if you sign up for a 90 day program, then it's like, hey, I'm going to show up and I'm going to make the best out of it. I'm not going to put it on pause. I'm not going to – I'm going to put my excuses aside and I'm going to trust myself 100%. And even when a pattern comes up where I'm not trusting the process myself or the mentor or whatever, I'm still going to lean into it and I'm still going to show up. I'm not going to back down because the moment you back down, you reset the process. And then you have to build up that momentum to make that change. And uh, that's what like one-on-one coaching is. And that's what the challenge is, um, the Free Your Mind Challenge, a free program. Um, It's all about transformation and looking at your darkest fears and the associations that you have and the the things that keep you in your old identity. So like that's why this work is so important. And you got to be willing to show up. And you got to be willing to show up for yourself. You can't tell a mentor to care more about your results than you care about your own results. Like, yes, it's important to have a mentor that cares and, like, uh, is on your team and showing the fuck up for you and believes in you. But if you're not willing to show up for yourself, like, you know, a mentor can't come to your door and knock on the fucking door and say, hey, I noticed you didn't message me for 10 days. Get the fuck outside. So it's so important there to be like a a relationship there where things are consistently moving. And it's like a game, you know, like you can't just pay somebody and then magically have results land in your lap. You can have someone help guide you and help toughen you up. Um, but you can't pay your way to achievement, you know? You can't just throw money at something and achieve something. You need to, the money is is an aspect of your commitment as well. And then the the mentor or the guide gives you the focus um and and can point out your blind spots and can help get you back into alignment so you can achieve what you said you wanted in the first place. But you got to be all in too, you know? Like you got to be committed um and that's where that's where my clients do succeed. It's like they should, my, my best clients, um, which is a standard for my clients right now. It's like, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't want any half ass energy in my space. Um, but my best clients, they show the fuck up for themselves and I'll tell them something and they immediately do it, even if it's uncomfortable. And that's what brings success. You can't just throw money at it and it's it to fall out the sky. It, it doesn't work like that. Um, So that's, that's the importance of that masculine, challenging energy and mentorship as well. Like, yes, there's holding space and yes, there's understanding and listening and, and all that stuff. Like, I think that's important too. Like, let's work things out. Like, I'm not that type of person who's like, you know, I let, I let people talk, (laughs) let people work things out. Um, but there has to be, a challenge, and there has to be openness to learning and surrendering and, and, and trusting the process. That's what's super fucking important. So anyway, I named this podcast Fuck Facebook, but it was not as much to do with Fuck Facebook. I do enjoy Facebook, but I'm breaking free from the entanglement of Facebook, and it feels fucking amazing. And not singling out Facebook, I'm talking about all social medias. And here's a few recommendations for you if you want to upgrade your life and all that good shit. One, for free, you can go to my last episode and listen to the Free Your Mind, take it seriously, write down notes, and apply it in your life. No fucking excuses. Number two, I am relaunching my program, Ass. Become a better writer. And I highly suggest even looking at the sales page because it's one of my favorite sales pages, but this will help you. I felt like relaunching smart ass because people need to have fun and play in their messaging again and loosen the fuck up. And, um, honestly, if you took smart ass and you did the free your mind thing, you would be indestructible. Like you would end this year off fucking amazing. Like I can't even tell you how much impact it would have. Like just fucking awesome, and the cool thing is, is I already done two rounds of Smart Ass last year, and all of that content will be available for you when signing up. So that's good. If you have done a round of Smart Ass and you're alumni, you can private message me for a discounted rate on that. And then number three, um, if you really want to take it to the next level and do Smart Ass as well. Join me for 90 days of one-on-one coaching with me. Right now, it's only at 2.5K painful or 1K a month. And for coaching prices, like, yeah, you know, 2.5K isn't anything to brush your shoulders off at. Um, But from like a lot of the coaching prices, that's a very generous rate. And I would love to work with you one-on-one. Private message me. This offer is not going to stand forever um, because... I honestly think, I honestly feel like it's worth so much more. So, you know, I'll be upgrading the pricing, but right now you can get an amazing live mastermind type program in smart ass and work with me one-on-one and really shift your life and business for a very decent rate. And you have 90 days of support and it's just fucking amazing. So, um, private message me for that. You can find me on the Facebook, the Instagram. Uh, My name is Brandon Marshall Havener. And that's my podcast for today. Hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you some other time. Hey, I'm just jumping right back in. I think I forgot to say that um, you can sign up to Smartass at brandingwithbrandon.com. It will be the first tab up there. Um, if you're listening to this podcast way, way, way in the future from when I recorded this, then my most current program is likely at brandingwithbrandon.com and you can join whichever thing I have going on. And I would be happy to have you if that resonates with you and you want to work together. So anyway, have an amazing week. Peace the fuck out.